0: Welcome to The Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them.
1: This is Khalil. This is Abiso.
2: This is Isabella. Our show this evening is about our new intern crew. Tonight you will meet Khalil Calazo Did I say it right? That's fine. Oh, Callazo. No, um, that's, that's, yeah, That's fine. Okay.
1: Close enough. And Abisel. Baez. Abisel Baez, yeah.
2: Abisel Baez. I'm, I'm still working on making sure oh, It's pretty it right. good. It's pretty good. Thanks. Um, These are our new intern associate producers and our video team members. Unfortunately, tonight, Jason Ferrar is not with us. He is our third associate intern producer, and he is in school, so good for him. He goes to full (laughs) sale. So I want to remind our listeners that you can call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. You know what? You should put that in the chat so that people will know that they can also call us through the chat. All right. We'll do. Oh, type that in there. And you can also chat with us online through Interim Pursuits Facebook Live chat. I would love to see somebody call us on the phone. It's like the bat phone. I think that would be super cool. (laughs) Okay. So going back over here to you, Khalil.
0: Coming up this episode of the Interim Whisperer Live, hashtag what I learned stories, industry innovation, great leaders. Coloring Conversations promotion and the Wallet Card Wednesday.
2: Okay, so people are probably wondering what those things are because we threw some new things at them. Our social plugs so that people know how to find us. You can find us on Pivot, uh, Pivot Business Consulting, and you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, on Intern Pursuit's website uh, and also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram and YouTube. Oh, I forgot the YouTube channels. And on our Intern Pursuit Game We have a game Facebook page and also a game Twitter page. And there will be a game Instagram page coming soon. You can listen to us live on MixLR.com, Valencia College Radio, and follow Intern Whisperer. And then, again, you can watch us live on our Intern Pursuit Facebook page. Oh, and I'm still talking. And, again, that phone number is 407 582 2906 to chat with us online or call us okay you're up
1: all right we would like to take this opportunity to thank our first sponsor the florida patient association whose mission is to bring support and services to patients in the state of florida if you have not received the help and support you need from an injury in the healthcare industry contact florida patient association for guidance on your rights thank you florida patient associations you may find them on their facebook page on their florida patient association association sorry (laughs)
2: Very good. So, (laughs) Khalil and Abizel are both from UCF, and they're pursuing degrees in film, and they're learning about the radio production industry also. So welcome, you guys. I'm really excited. This is pretty cool that we get to celebrate having interns as the guests on the show. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. well, you, you <laughs> work here. <laughs> you work here, so that's an advantage. But right, you're like right. the totally new guy.
1: Yeah, it's my first time here.
2: Yeah. So what we, I know that typically parents like to tune in. So at some point in time, I'm pretty sure your parents are going to be going. Oh, that's my son up mm. there. Hi, mom. Yeah. Watch <laughs> hey mom,
1: hey grandma, if you are watching yeah. too. And you know
2: what? When they play and listen to this later, they're going to know that you just gave them some love. Hopefully, yeah,
0: yeah, hopefully. yeah.
2: Okay, so I know I said you guys are from UCF, but Khalil, you get to go first because you've, you've been here longer. And tell us about why you chose your degree, what it is, your story, how you got here, all of that good stuff.
0: Um. Well, the thing is we... Well, we do have pretty similar um, backgrounds for when, it comes to, when it comes to where we came from. Uh, um, I, I'm from Puerto Rico. I came to UCF this last semester after uh, the hurricane that hit the island. Um, uh, I've been in three colleges in my life. First, college, I was in the University of Puerto Rico for my first year of college. Uh, that didn't work out. I tried to come here to Full Sail. That also did not work out. I ended up going back couldn't get back into the UPR, so I ended up enrolling in the communications uh, private school doing film. Um, hurricane hit, so I, and fortunately UCF was offering in-state tuition to uh, the hurricane victims, and long story short, here I am. Um, I went with film, my passion isn't, sounds kind of mean, but it's not necessarily film per se, mm. it's more storytelling. Mm-hmm. I, I adore stories, I adore the power of telling stories and the people who have the talent to tell them uh film just happens to be the medium that I would like to focus on when it comes to storytelling. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I would I'd would shy away from other uh, mediums. Um I love video games. I love writing. I love uh, you know uh, uh written stories. <laughs> but yeah, uh, film is just uh, video. It's it's what I would like to work on. It's uh I would like to be part of something greater than myself and um despite what other people tell me, what anybody says, it's I feel like if you really want to do something and you pursue it um with all your might you can achieve it so um uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't be here you know um if it wasn't for a horrible disaster to be told that uh, that's 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 how it happened we, we wouldn't yeah, be here yeah. if it wasn't for uh, such a horrible thing uh and so i w- i'd like to see reason in everything that happens i like to mm-hmm. think that everything happens for a reason and i feel like i'm finally on the right track mm-hmm. with uh what i'm trying to pursue and what i'm trying to do in my life and um I'm excited. That's
2: <laughs> cool. So, um, question that you didn't know, wild card mm-hmm. question, is what book that was turned into a movie is your most favorite? You're not going to have the same oh question. Oh, Oh, cool.
1: Interesting. I think
0: yeah. you should have asked him that. I think he reads more books than I do. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, the for you. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Wow.
0: Come on, you can do it. Because I haven't read enough books in a long, like in a long time and trying to get back into books. Okay. Can I get back to you on that?
2: No. Well, no. that's no. fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a minute because I'm going to answer this question. My favorite book mm. of all time. And I actually, when I was teaching 10th grade in Seminole County, I did a whole lesson plan around it. It was The Princess Bride. I, I love oh. the Great movie. movie. Great movie. Great movie. And then I read the book and I went, oh, my God. The book and the movie were so almost exact except here. Fun fact. Um, In the book, The Princess Bride, every other chapter, I can't remember which it is, but we'll say all the even chapters were the movie. All the Mm -hmm. odd chapters were the most boring, historical side of the country of Florin, which was made up. And that was just an interesting fact. And I will not tell you, but there is one thing in the book that was not in the movie that is a page turner.
1: So, yeah.
2: Yeah. But when they made that into the movie, I was just, I was so happy. And I created a whole curriculum around that for my um, 10th grade. I had to get it approved by the schools Mm -hmm. because I went, this is such a great life lesson book. And they said yes. And um, so it's something they still teach over there.
0: I may have just thought of something. There you Uh, go. But is it a book that I've read or just (coughs) a movie that I really like just because, and it happens to come from a book.
2: Well, okay, go ahead. You can adapt the question. I remember
0: what being, I was very blown away by Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Ooh, I don't know if yes. you know. Oh, that's a good movie, amazing movie. I didn't know it was based on graphic a book, novels a series. It, yeah. It's a series of graphic novels, like um, I think they're pretty short comic books. Um, and I remember I went to that movie not knowing anything, and I was blown away by what I was watching. And it's one of my favorite movies ever, and I keep going back to it, and I, I adore it. It is so much fun. Praise be. Um, It really hit me when I was in high school. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Well, that's interesting because those were really good movies. But I I won't leave you out, so go ahead. I know that we haven't heard your story, but what is your book that was turned into a movie?
1: Oh, wow. Um, Well, there are a couple, but I think the one that comes to mind, it's only because it's my favorite book thus Mm -hmm. far. It's a book written by my favorite (laughs) author, Patrick Ness, It's called uh, A Monster Calls. I don't
2: know that one.
1: It's supposed to be a children's book. It does have mature themes in Mm them, but it was adapted to a movie, I think it was last year or two years ago. I'm not sure.
2: (gasps) Oh, I know that one. I know the movie then. And it's great. Just like The Princess Bride,
1: and just like The Princess Bride, it's almost beat by beat, exactly like the book. And I tend to like movies that sort of deviate away from the book, but I actually appreciated the effort that went into making it almost exactly the same. That was a
2: great, great movie. And it's an amazing book. Is it? Okay, now that's that's going to make me want to read it now. Yeah, Yeah. pretty good. Actually, I'm going to go put that into our show notes so that people will go and look at our show notes. So I'm going to put that (laughs) over here next to your name as the movie that you uh, picked, and then... Khalil, you do it for yours. You go ahead, find the link for your movie. You know that IMDB? Mm-hmm. Yeah, IMDB yeah, Find page. that one and okay. then copy it and put it next to you. On the show you. notes? Yeah, on the show notes. All that right. way, you know, we can, we can uh, make sure we're giving a shout-out. Okay, All right. so All right, great. you're up. What's your story?
1: Well, um, just like Khalil, I uh, come from Puerto Rico, and uh, I did two years of university in the University of Puerto Rico Rio Piedras campus. Um, I majored in communications, more specifically film. Uh, film has always been my passion. Uh, just like Khalil here, I, I adore storytelling, but there is something about the magic of film that uh, it's, it just gets me. I grew up watching movies with my grandmother and my sister, and I was just enthralled by all these uh, stories and the way that they were telling them. And then one day I accidentally popped in a special feature disc as opposed to the DVD and I actually saw a documentary behind the scene of the making of of the movie that I was watching and I was just blown you away. You remember the movie? Yes, what The Aviator it? directed by Martin Scorsese. Oh, that's a good one also. Amazing movie. <laughs> I liked it I liked it even when I was a little kid, yeah. which was weird. Most kids were watching, you know, Disney movies and I was here watching these obscure, <laughs> Okay, now Disney themes. movies are awesome. Well yeah, they are. They yeah. are for sure, definitely. Yeah. And I think I should say that. I'm (laughs) in
2: Florida, after all. (laughs) You're you're in Orlando. Yeah, I am in Orlando, after (laughs) all, yeah.
1: Um, So, yeah, I've always wanted to pursue film. And uh, just like Khalil, while the hurricane hit, I heard about the institution that UCF was offering. And now I'm here. Okay. It's been uphill ever since I got here. But, you know, it's looking up. It's looking up. I'm glad to be here.
2: Okay. So I know that school's getting ready to start, guys, right? It's next week, next Monday? It's this week. Yeah. It's already started. Yep. Yeah. Um, Valencia starts next week, so mm. UCF has started this week. Uh, when is the end of Drop Ad? I have to know that because I'm still looking for some marketing students to join Intern Pursuit. The and so I'm putting a plug out there. We need marketing interns.
0: <laughs> for, for UCF? The, the draw from
2: UCF. When is Drop Ad done?
0: The dropping classes or with, withdrawing from them?
2: Um, Drop add.
0: um, It's Thursday, tomorrow.
2: Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay, so I've got to try and find somebody now.
0: You have until tomorrow to drop or swap classes. You got to Friday to add classes, and then October 26th to withdraw. I'm in this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can (laughs) see.
2: I can see, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good to know. So like, they could still add an internship on Friday, but then that's it for the fall. Okay. I'm asking it as a question. If, If they could... Can a student still, still sign at, up I, I for an, a school internship? For college credit, they yeah. had
0: to, because I had a friend tell me that she was trying to get hers, but it was, she was too late because it's earlier. The date is earlier. Oh, really? I think it was till today. I think so. Currently, I had today. to turn
2: some paperwork in, and I turned it in. I thought it was yesterday, honestly.
0: I believe the deadline was early today because I had a friend telling me that she had until today at 1 p.m. or something mm. to submit her papers, and she didn't have them. So, Wow, <laughs>
2: that's rough. Okay. All right, so um innovation in film so i put a link in here can you guys click on that link because i thought that that was fairly interesting and um it had let's see let me go over here because our listeners don't know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> um when i was looking to see what is the most innovative thing that was in film some of the this isn't the link just so our listeners know mm-hmm. but it was uh drones being able to use drones out there as new technology in the world of film. And then they also had uh, virtual reality as another one. Um, So I found that interesting. But there's also the historical side of what film looks like and so and how it's been impacted by innovation. And so it first started I'm going to go back over here to the first one is when Netflix began to make it so that uh, you could get your movies mm-hmm. in the mail and Netflix we revolution. lost right. blockbusters and <laughs> rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Like all of yes. those places we could go check out videos. Yeah. And you can still do that at the library, but Netflix, boom. Boom. It made a big yeah. impact on um, movie attendance. It sure
1: did. It sure did.
2: Yeah. Do you guys have Netflix accounts? Of course. We do,
1: yes. <laughs>
2: I yes. do not. So, yeah.
0: Um, nearly everybody has a Netflix account. Yeah, um, nowadays they do. I got a Netflix account. I got Amazon Prime. You know, they got Prime Video. Hulu. Um, Hulu. There's HBO. If you Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's doing YouTube, it. YouTube.
2: You can watch a lot of shows just even on YouTube.
0: YouTube's got YouTube Red now. Right. They're yeah. trying to create their own. Content to mm-hmm. compete with Netflix, obviously. Right. But
2: Facebook does. I've seen some things on uh, Facebook.
0: Facebook. I they're promoting some no shows. Of. I've I've actually been I'm able to. I'm not sure about them. Facebook.
2: No, I'm not kidding. Now, maybe it's just advertising shows through Facebook, but I've been able to watch movies and shows, videos and mm-hmm. films on Facebook. And I went, when did this happen? That I think that's just that they're
0: partnered up with other. Uh, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure though about yeah. that. I know YouTube Red is. Trying to get as big as possible with all their original content, bringing in all these actors. Will Smith's got a show on YouTube, right? Red, and all these
1: uh, YouTube
2: celebrities
0: mm-hmm.
1: are doing original content for. It's YouTube turning God into well. what is
2: this Will Smith video, or um, what is his show? Oh, I don't know I anything have no about
0: idea. that. I just saw Me that neither. he was promoting some show for YouTube. And Demi Lovato has a documentary on YouTube as well. And they're all you got to pay to watch all of them. It's it's part mm-hmm. of the YouTube bread uh, right. thing. And it's all just trying to, it's all, it all exists because of Netflix, right? Because mm-hmm. of right, all right. these um, streaming services. And yeah, I
1: think, I think it's, you know, it has to do with Netflix original content as well. Uh, all these shows and movies that they're making, that are very popular. And everybody just wants a piece mm-hmm. of that too.
2: So interesting statistics. It said Netflix invested, invested $6 billion in video content in 2017. $6 billion. <laughs> And they reached 117 million subscribers. And the split about 50-50 was between the U.S. and the rest of the world. Oh, wow. What <laughs> is that saying about how much video we watch in this country versus the rest of the world? Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> that is uh, impressive.
2: I don't know if it's impressive. I don't know if it's but scary. It's impressive scary. with yeah. a
1: question mark at the yeah. end.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's super scary because, like, uh, where is the interaction between real people and the world? You know, right, right. That's I think scary, and then Netflix grew its revenue by thirty six percent in twenty seventeen, and it just continues to have exponential growth. That is amazing to me. And lastly, Netflix has announced that it plans to spend eight billion dollars this year on some seven hundred series and eighty feature films.
0: Wow. They, you know, initially I think their original content was very good
1: television. Mm -hmm. right now it is so it's oversaturated it is it is very oversaturated you got you know one good show one good movie every now and again but there's such
0: an overabundance of content now that there's got to be something bad you know it can't it can't all be good right so Mm -hmm. now you have all these you can't keep up with all the netflix original shows and it's no you uh, have to pick i feel like it has dropped in quality for sure oh no yeah for (laughs) sure
2: for sure Mm -hmm.
0: and then you have all these other sites trying to play keep up
2: yeah, and so yeah. in the article, I know that I think I told you to go ahead and cue it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon is, it says, is the elephant in the room, and it's catching up to Netflix. That is amazing because if Netflix is this gigantic film distributor, and Amazon is nipping at its heels, it said they are investi- investing four point five billion in series and movies in twenty seventeen, and Jeff Bezos uh, sees quality movies as helping to build his brand. That is amazing. <laughs> amazing. So I had also, um, I use a lot of um, marketing uh, websites. One of them was uh, HubSpot, is HubSpot. And one of the statistics that came out is that in 2018, um, 90, 90% of the content on social media would be in video format. Because that is how powerful it is. So the fact that we're live streaming this show through Facebook immensely helpful obviously because people we know listen to that and then we turn around and we take this and we put it it will be going up as a podcast people mm-hmm. so then people can find it on their phones and then lastly it gets distributed through all of the social channels um, I'm not sure how you know I thought I had an uh, an Instagram for the game uh, interim pursuit game and there's not an Instagram account yet But I honestly want to be able to put that out there through the game. Uh, Somebody told me about Twitch. Do you guys know about Twitch?
1: Um, I am familiar with it, yeah.
2: Yeah. Just another platform to distribute content?
0: It's not not like youtube everything on twitch is live yeah um it's their main focus just live shows live entertainment um it's most it's big in gaming yes uh twitch yeah is, uh, twitch is most popular for all the games that's oh, all i know yeah. it for to be honest uh championships are streamed on twitch many um famous gamers have gotten big because of twitch um you can subscribe to people uh, donate money instantly mm-hmm. while they're playing you know there's that um, interaction. Yeah, the immediate interaction where you can interact with the, the content creator and he'll see it and recognize you for it. So yeah. A lot of people really like the live shows because of that.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. where the game is going to be going over there on that side. Now, as I scroll through the rest of this article, it says the business of streaming films and series is becoming more crowded. Mm. Uh, traditional <laughs> studios led by Disney, $155 billion in the market. <laughs> Are destined to compete with <coughs> Netflix and Amazon, but there are two giant newcomers: Apple and Facebook. So there it is. It is Facebook. Um, so Apple is rumored to have considered buying Netflix. So um, and oh, and Disney is set to launch its own streaming service in 2019. Right. Wow. Yeah.
1: Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's definitely something. All this access to. All these shows and movies, but I don't know. it just shows that how dependent people are becoming on on these type of things I would opinion. agree with that because again,
2: yeah. if fifty percent is in the United- Sa- States and the rest it's, of the world ridiculous. which is huge, has the other fifty percent I'm going what what are we doing I,
0: mean, I do feel like it's it's too much you know, we're, It we're, is. we're surrounded by so much content and we're constantly being marketed all these things, mm-hmm. and it's and uh not not to sound like a it's a lot of it's not even good, you know <laughs> it's <Yeah. laughs> well it's, it's mindless, innocent. mindless stuff that right. people so just go, to like mass produce all this video content it, you know just to appeal to the yeah, biggest uh, the most common denominator yeah. it's like, oh i don't know i don't, I don't know how I feel about that
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so, um, so then, uh, it, this all makes me stop and think about, you know, other things. I s- have you guys traveled outside of the United States? Um, I, I'm not counting Puerto Rico. So, um, other countries outside of those, um, like,
1: I've been to the Dominican
0: Republic.
2: Okay, And so I've
1: been to the Virgin Islands, I believe. All yeah. right.
2: Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about you, but I've been to places in Europe. I've been mm-hmm. to Germany and Liechtenstein and Switzerland, and then I've been to the Dominican Republic also, and in Mexico. And every time I go to another country, I, I come back and I go. We have no idea how good we have it in this <laughs> country. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And Most I, definitely. I kind of <laughs> think that the hurricane, when it impacted Puerto Rico, I think it did the same thing, and made it so that Puerto Rico became almost like that third world,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, with first world problems but third world issues.
0: Yeah. Well, I, f- <laughs> I feel like talking about uh, the hur- about Maria, the, the hurricane Maria. Yeah. It's very. Uh, um, complicated topic. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you understand what I mean. Uh, um, just because a lot of the stuff that did get out, some of it wasn't very accurate, or just some of it was false or very convoluted. The yeah. Um, but so it, the we media media was yeah.
2: skewing it because I heard t- that just this week I heard that all of the electricity was finally back up on Puerto Rico. I heard that
0: too, but I don't but think that. I have no way to confirm it because I'm neither. not in contact with anybody who like. Uh, my, my mom's fine. She's doing okay. But uh, I know, until recently, I knew some areas were still on uh, with no power in the island. I don't know if it's gotten.
1: Me neither. Honestly, I, I can tell you.
0: Um, The thing, like, when the something like that happens, you don't really... Because we had no signal. We had yeah. no connection, nothing whatsoever. We didn't know if our neighbors were okay. You know, we didn't know if our...
1: Was, yeah, both, yeah. It was scary. Speci- specifically for me, my family was in the States at the time. And I was in Puerto Rico living with my sister and my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Well, not living with them. They were my only immediate family at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember my family members just being freaked out because there was no way to get a hold of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was scary stuff. It was mm, very scary. The, stuff.
0: Smallest, also the, the smallest things become the biggest problems. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how do you get money? When yeah. nothing works. Oh, yeah. Or it's gas like, for your vehicle. Oh, gasless, yes. you gas was a nightmare. How do you get money for to pay the gas? Because like, people have money, but you don't have the w- a way to access it because all the banks are closed. Yeah. ATMs well, don't it's work. the
2: same as when a hurricane hits here in Florida, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but Puerto Rico's a, an island. Yeah. And so, how was your water impacted? Because here, you know, we, we kind of take it for granted. We have so much water around us.
1: No,
0: we had no water for a while after the hurricane.
1: Yeah, well, certain areas, certain
0: more areas, areas yeah, w- more than others. At least
1: I was living in the capital at the time, and I had water for most of it. At least my my area. There were areas in the mm-hmm. capital that didn't have water, just depending on where you were.
0: We, we would go to. Um, there were a couple of uh, reservoirs mm-hmm. in the area that the government had like set up for people, and we would go like to these big tanks and just fill up buckets of water.
2: Yeah, is this this um, is clean water, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. we were told it was clean water. (laughs) I assumed it was clean water. Yeah, Yeah. hopefully. Um, Yeah, water was probably the
1: one of the biggest issues.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Water and And also finding finding food, like clean
0: food. If you're Mm -hmm. out there buying, trying to get some food, uh, because restaurants, some of them started opening up after the the whole disaster, but you don't know how they're making their food. Like uh, people Mm -hmm. were running out of ingredients. People were low on water, low on everything. And it was just chaos. It was, it was. And
2: I've lived through hurricanes here that have Mm -hmm. been like that because there was one year, I can't remember how long ago, we had four hurricanes that came through, like almost back to back. Mm -hmm. And it looked like a war zone here in Orlando because I remember it would take me typically, my mother was in Winter Park and I was in Maitland, and it would take me 10 minutes normally to drive from that area to her place. When the hurricane came through, it made trees fall everywhere. Yeah. It took me an hour and a half to get to her house because it was like navigating around so many things. Yes. Yes. And and I imagine that's why When I finally was. got on
0: the on the highway, there was there wasn't a single tree standing. No. It, yeah. it looked like a wasteland. It's yeah.
1: It yeah. I'm from the mountainous region of Puerto Rico, and uh when I drove from the capital, which is up north, San Juan, San Juan, yeah. Mm-hmm. To uh the central region of the island to go check on my family. There was no trees on any of the mountains, and the roads were very scary to traverse mm-hmm. and You know going up a mountain mm-hmm. it's uh, at least in Puerto Rico it's very <laughs> scary uh if you're in your car, so you have all these things blocking the road and it was a nightmare. It took mm-hmm. me three hours to get there, and it usually takes me an hour. Mm. and it was just it was Remember scary stuff and then I, you got to see all the devastation on the way too and as you dive deeper into the island i believe it was worse for them yeah, in the central region and every
0: day like uh you know like clockwork the moment the sun went down you you don't want to leave your house no because it's it's pitch black out there mm. there's not a single light anywhere and uh, like Crime was. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I, mean, believe was, I believe we had a curfew. Okay. You know, you, you can't call the cops because you don't have signal. You can't, even if you could, they're probably not working because they're dealing with their own stuff too. So yeah. people, it's right. people that right. live there too, so it was just uh, people would break into it everywhere, stores being looted, uh, supermarkets mm. being looted, just. And you could really, yeah,
1: you could really see the desperation in people.
0: We, we I think, I remember even heard uh, trucks were coming down from the capital with supplies, and they would get pulled over in the middle of the highway by people in their just cars. Just bands yeah. of people, people in their the cars with weapons, and they would just take the, the trucks.
2: And so then, then a, it became like black market stuff. Yeah,
0: and it's it's it was just all over the place. It was like uh, you know every man for themselves. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was it was pretty scary. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm going to go back to the innovation <laughs> and, uh, in uh, film. So um, the second one that was on this, uh, this article said series cinema. So what is series cinema to you guys? Because it's a new form of uh, taking over the theater. Um, they were saying that it's a way to watch shows that have um, continuous, to me it's just a, like The Bachelor, Mm-hmm. I would think it kind of feels like that, but they said it was high-quality, small-screen cinematography, giving a cinematic feel and form to episodic uh, content. And I just went, I, I don't know. What's an so, example so of that? So is that
0: like, like TV shows with cin- like maybe more it's cinematic? Maybe you know, like yeah. on uh,
2: PBS. You know how there's some shows that are series there. Um, Downtown Abbey, I think that one would fall underneath there because... Oh. It,
0: Oh, or I'm reading the article, too. It's talking about binge-watching as well, mm-hmm. how it's a way of experiencing movies differently. Uh, so the longer the length of the series, the more immersive people feel when they watch it. Watch yeah. it the other. But
2: it? Uh, you know, I like this idea about um, Dickens and uh, Dumas when mm-hmm. they're talking about this because I feel like like Downtown Abbey as one. Now, people had always told me about this is a really great series to watch and Game of, uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I think that falls into this type of um, serial s- series cinema, um, because high high quality of um, photography is going in there, and right. you know the filming of it, and it really does make the actual viewer feel like oh I can I can relate to what's going on. I've seen Game of Thrones, you know, like the first year, and it was an amazing show. I mm. can see why yeah. that's following. And it doesn't seem to look like a TV show. It really no. has yeah. that movie quality. It,
1: it sure does, especially in the later seasons. You can really see the transition from those earlier seasons where they were for sure cinematic. But as it went along, you can tell that they, HBO was really investing a lot of money into yeah. the show. You,
0: you can see the budget go up. You <laughs> can see
1: the budget go up in, in certain episodes. and mm-hmm. It was incredible. <laughs> no,
0: I Because I, I was reading over it, I get what it means. It's, uh how series nowadays mm-hmm. tend to feel more like multi-hour movies yeah. instead of just a TV show you watch. Yeah. And how people really want that. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I'm pretty sure it has to do with the quality. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Most definitely.
0: Uh, yeah. I haven't seen uh, Mr. Robot completely, but that show I has amazing quality. It does.
1: What
2: is that show? I it don't know. You,
1: yeah, well, happened. Mr. Robot, it's a, it's a show on USA Networks, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's about hack- it's about a hacker and but it has some very dark themes, and it's like a social and political satire of modern society.
2: Why is it called Mr. Robot?
1: Well, it's complicated. Um, he's a hacker, and <laughs> there is somebody else called Mr. Robot. It's it's a bigger <laughs> scheme, and if I go into it, it'll I'll just keep it's going down the rabbit hole, because it's a very complicated series. Okay, it's I'm gonna go look for it. Has it, a very it I highly recommend, and the cinematography, it's superb. It's okay. very experimental, in my opinion. It, it toys with a lot of, mm. you know, rules, mm-hmm. quote-unquote rules, that, you know, cinematographers have. You know, put the camera here, put it there, frame it this way, that way. A- mm-hmm. Especially and it on just a TV show. Cause
0: yeah. It's a TV show, and you don't expect to see that quality. Mm- yeah, no, TV not show.
1: really. Because with TV shows, you know, you have so much content that you need to film that they don't really focus. Well, at least back then, they didn't really focus on the overall mm-hmm. quality. But nowadays, they're actually taking their time with it, and Mr. Robot experiments a lot with uh, its cinematography. I think it's probably one of the best aspects of the show, for sure. It doesn't feel like you're watching a TV show. It's like, you know, 30-hour-plus movie. I
2: don't know if you guys will... And I can't remember the name of the movie, but there was this... And I don't know if you're uh, going to know the movie, but I will explain it to you right. so it had bruce willis in it jessica alba was in it and it looked like it was all black and white but then it had sin city yeah yes. sin city so to me that was a movie that broke a lot of rules because it you know it was all different types of film that was going on there yeah. it that was, was very amazing,
0: stylistic yeah. for sure it ba- it's based on the, the graphic novel which is yeah. Yeah. just as stylistic so it was emulating that graphic novel look uh, right. the comic book yeah uh, you know it's yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought that was really a great movie. Pulp Fiction, though, too. Oh, classic. Yeah. Classic. Those were really good. Those were really good. Okay, so I'm going to s- make sure I stay on frame because I'm looking at the time. I want to make sure I'm being able to uh, stay on point with some of the other (laughs) aspects of our show. So I'm not going to go over all of this. We we talk
0: about movies. We'll be here all day. I know. (laughs) We we
2: absolutely will. So I'm going to scroll down to number five. It says TVs versus theaters. And I have seen such innovation in theaters now where they have – the reclining seats i right. really like going to it there's a p- cup to put you know a cup holder to mm. put your stuff and everything is nice and comfy and there's even a place uh, and i don't understand why but they had a place where i could plug my phone into really? if i wanted to charge oh, wow. that doesn't make sense because that sounds was, like, yeah, I'm like i'm, like, I'm not going to say yeah bootleg but <laughs> nonetheless i mean there were all kinds of really incentives to be in that mm. movie theater
0: i don't know if you want to go first Well... I may have a Okay, yeah, yeah. This. <laughs> no, it's me too, me
1: too. Uh when it comes to this particular theme, I believe that people are, you know, people prefer other outlets like Netflix and mm-hmm. all that stuff because they can watch it from the comfort of their home. Yeah. Because going to the theater nowadays can be nightmarish. It's
2: expensive. It, it, not only not that, only it's that.
1: only like it's it's hard to get immersed in a in a movie nowadays. When but you have that's a lot of people being very disrespectful...
2: Well, yeah, with the the people around you. But that's why they make it in all of the the sound Mm -hmm. so that it's like vibrating around you.
0: Not only that, I do, maybe a controversial opinion, but I feel like theaters would eventually die out.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the It's sad,
0: but people prefer watching stuff in the comfort of their home. People don't.
2: I don't. I actually like going to the movies.
0: Uh, (laughs) Me too. I I like
1: the movie going experience. Yeah,
2: because I like being with the audience and Mm -hmm. being able to experience that.
0: I understand that, but many people, I'm pretty they sure... They do people not prefer, agree. Also, it's cheaper to just stay at home. Right. And I, it, it's I mean, cheaper. If I had a very good setup at home, amazing TV, oh, the no, sound system, definitely. you know I'm probably not going to leave that place, but um, I do feel like less people... Do will go to theaters at some point? Um, yeah, like we we are. We it do. may
2: be, but I think that um, the theater industry is trying to keep up with mm-hmm. that innovation and technology, so right. that it is something that yeah. you can experience. So again, you know, they've made it so it's really comfy. So it does have that, you know, home. Feel. I, I have noticed they have that, food yeah. that you can have, so it'll feel more like, again like home. But the it's so um, expensive. <laughs> it is expensive but the thing is the reason why i like going to the movie theater is i'll never have a tv that big that's true and the whole experience of being in there in that type of a, mm-hmm. an auditorium is not something i can replicate at home uh, oh, I, no.
0: I love going to the theater but i have had some very bad experiences in likewise, theaters. likewise like what um, people throw food on you or oh yes. oh yeah most definitely oh, yeah. is I that mean, here yeah yeah
1: it happened uh did it happen here at least it happened to me i went to see uh the uh, new avengers movie Mm -hmm. (gasps) and uh when you go to the theater to see a marvel movie it's it's either it it can either go really good or really bad really fast like uh, and the time i went to see that movie I, i sat behind a couple little kids and they were legit kicking my seat and throwing popcorn and being super loud and disrespectful and it really took me out of the movie.
2: Why? You didn't want to say something? Were, there, were I, I did, there parents I I turned I turned
1: around and I you know I, I said, "Hey, can can you please be quiet? Can you can you stop?" But it just kept going and eventually I just and I couldn't switch seat because the theater was packed, so I just kind of had to endure it for the rest of the movie because How old I, were
2: these kids?
1: I would say in 12, oh, 11 years old. It was school. really bad, yeah. The worst experience I ever had was watching it. Oh, oh my
0: god. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. god. I horror never watched that completely movie. I saw Park. It Amazing the first time. It was super Good experience uh, but the second time was I went to see it a second time with some friends who hadn't seen it um, it was full of it was after school
1: oh my God
0: uh, so you had all the kids from all the school all the local schools just show up at the theater and
2: this I, is not elementary school please tell me it I is not it
0: was a combination of middle school and high school students okay so we show up there because it, it was a Friday you know after mm-hmm. school. And it was like being in a in a lunchroom in a in, in a school. Right. Everybody was throwing stuff. Everybody was screaming. And the manager ended up giving us a rain check because we complained about it. And <laughs> so it's like you know we're not that old, but it made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all hereditary. Not long. Ago, oh my god. And yeah. these people just kept laughing throughout the whole movie and stuff like that. Just really ruins the uh, immersion yeah yeah the immersion for me
1: especially in horror movies i believe it's more predominant i saw the conjuring a couple years ago in theaters and it was by far the worst movie going experience that i've had it was horrible people I see i
2: don't ever go and see any of these kind of movies that are mm. the scary ones because <laughs> they they make me k- sleep with the lights on <laughs> for like a week and so i'm going uh, no i'm not going to go and do that yeah so, okay, um, the, I'm going to save that article. It's on, mm-hmm. the, uh, on our sure. show notes page. And I'm going to set a, as a challenge that we have our podcast up by the end of the month so our listeners will be able to find our podcast. And in September, we're going to work to get it up on iTunes and on Google Play. So that's the goal. Right. I'm putting it out there. Now it's public, so now we have to hit that. So, Jason, all of us, we have to be able to hit that goal. Okay. All right.
0: Jason, yeah. Well, (laughs) I know that he's not here,
2: but (laughs) nonetheless. So, we did Monday, we did some brainstorming here together, and we wanted to talk about how, since we're talking about how we can innovate and bring more change, what we could do differently on our show that we would be able to increase engagement and also our listeners following, um, following us. So one of the things that we talked about is our coloring conversations. So up here, I'm going to show this. Uh, We have a coloring page hopefully people can see it yeah i can
0: you can hold it up yeah, yeah. here i'll
2: give it to you <laughs> so we want our <laughs> listeners and our followers and our yay there we go <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> we so want pretty. um all of our people that are our fans to um we're going to see who is the first one on interim pursuits uh facebook and also on its instagram page thank you um that uses this hashtag, hashtag Learned, And if you do that and give me your name and private message me with your email, um, I'm going to go ahead and forward a copy of our coloring page to them. And if you want a set of crayons (laughs) for our coloring conversations, you can go ahead and write us. And you need to let us know which of our DJ personalities you like the best, we will autograph our crayons and I will drop them in the mail to you.
0: We will be developing our personalities as time goes by. Yes. <laughs> of course. We will. Yeah, most we definitely. Will. I do have some pictures here, remember. Um I oh, didn't show them up. Do tell. I, Share I didn't those. show them earlier um of Avi and me just to uh, uh should probably show them when we
2: were. Can we yeah. Yeah can, can we have uh, those up on the screen? They're
0: up on the screen already. They just okay, won't. so
2: people can see it. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. We Although are. we're doing this.
0: You'll 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 see them just
2: now. oh it'll switch over
0: yeah just right. it's, it's there's a bit of a lag um so this picture here is of us back home in puerto rico yes. yes back in puerto rico it was about a year ago
1: i'd say more than a, a little bit we, more than we a year look ago a bit different um, most definitely what was wrong with me in that haircut jesus <laughs> christ
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm, i don't know that looks good who are these uh, young ladies around you guys
1: Oh. oh really? Close Are friends. they
2: sisters, friends, no, whatever? Very friends. close friends, friends. Yeah, very, very friends nice. back home. This was
0: during a couple of uh, protests that were going on with the university at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, uh, we were there marching and uh, getting you know. I you don't know. Fighting you were pretty <laughs> happy for marchers.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it was fun. Rego- you know, despite the mm-hmm. whole. Well, it was it was an experience. It, yeah, it of course, because r- people did end up rioting that yeah. day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was it was tear gas going around and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> But this is us uh, a year ago. What were you
2: uh, protesting about? Um,
0: budget cuts. Budget cuts in the
1: university. Most. It
2: was. Yeah.
0: Uh, it was a very big thing where all the. It was a. It was Labor Day, I think. Yeah. All the like, independent companies from the, the island got together. All the yeah. associations got together to uh, march. Yeah. For. Uh, compensation and i forgot what there was a lot
1: yeah it was it was a lot going so on so like school shut down oh the school oh the school yeah. shut down um uh, we went on a.
0: S- the tuition trip. was going up yeah there was they were on strike and then we went on tuition a strike was yeah. going up. professors were leaving um there was n- th- i think sections were closed there was nobody to teach yeah uh it was a big ordeal Budgets wow. was, it's getting we're getting reduced even more than they already were and uh, yeah, yeah, people didn't
1: took too kindly to that
0: either oh no no no
2: Okay, so what's your next picture? Here I have,
0: uh, let me just switch to it right here.
2: I always like black and white pictures. Likewise.
0: Oh, Uh, this this one is just from right today before we started shooting um, here at the studio. Right. Um, You cannot see it yet, but there it is. The there picture it of is. Us. It was just a selfie that we took before we came in, just so people could take yeah. a better look at yeah. us. So
2: now they can see what we look like in color. Yes, yeah, because they'll always see us from
0: the side. So yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's you know, so like full
2: face. Like, what do they really look like? Not yeah. the <laughs> profile. This <laughs> is what we
0: actually look like. Right. Yeah. It's disturbing. I know. It's I know.
1: <laughs> and then uh, you know, a little photo shoot there with my favorite model.
0: Oh, oh, am I your favorite model? <laughs> oh, most definitely. Oh, <laughs> uh, this one is a uh, uh, picture of him taking the picture of me. <laughs> it's just yeah. at UCF having fun It's just a couple of pictures to show around Yeah I don't know, there it is Yep,
2: it looks nice
0: And uh, Another
2: one. profile picture though Sorry? It's another profile picture It could be, yeah, yeah. It, could be. it definitely is, it's your profile <laughs> Oh, well, yeah <laughs> Yeah, same as in here, in the studio It's the, the profile pics <laughs> Yeah
0: Let me just switch back and uh, they can see it again
2: Okay well those look like great pictures <laughs> and that's cool. So we had talked about also having um personalities mm-hmm. and the <laughs> personality <pretty> <laughs> that I have uh selected and it's one that I've always told um you know everybody in on my game team or that works in that, my favorite uh character is a kind of a combination. Uh, one is Lara Croft because mm-hmm. I think she's mm-hmm. like kick ass. She gets shit done. Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to say that. She gets <laughs> stuff <laughs> done because <laughs> our show plays during like regular hours. Um, she gets stuff done, and she also um, is is all about business. Right. Then I like Tigger, and because Tigger is you know bouncy, trouncy, fun, fun, <laughs> of fun, of fun, fun. <laughs> okay. And so I had wanted a character that was Lara Croft, and then had a big Tigger tattoo on her. And so that was on her thigh. And so that's my character. Um, if somebody looks for me on Skype, I always have a character that looks like Lara Croft. Okay, so that's pretty cool. that's... You're a fan of
0: Tomb Raider? Big fan Mm. of Tomb Raider? Yes.
2: I love the movies. I I love everything about her. Oh, did you see the new one? Yeah. No, I haven't. There's a new Tomb Raider movie? Oh, right. There's a new Tomb Raider movie. I know there is, but I haven't seen it yet.
0: I haven't seen it. I I did play the new game, though. The the franchise got rebooted. Mm. I played the first one. Pretty good stuff. I haven't played that one, so maybe. Maybe (laughs) we
2: can have a game day in here. I'm not (laughs) sure. (laughs) We could. Okay, so what personality would you guys pick? Do you know yet? you got to decide by next week.
0: Gotcha. Oh, okay, cool. I'll come up with something.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it should be whoever you you know first came into your mind. Honestly. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. interesting.
0: I'll definitely have
2: food that. for thought. Okay. Um. So we have our little promotion, and it's our coloring conversations, and we would like to encourage students and employers to contact us. Remember, it's hashtag mm-hmm. What I Learned, and you'll get a coloring page from our game. And then you will also get. You'll need to tell us who your favorite DJ personality is. I hope it's me, (laughs) and we'll autograph those and I'll drop those in the mail. So you'll have crayons to do that.
1: Come on, it's a free pack of crayons. Yeah, I mean, who can even argue? Your boy will. They're new it. And, so and they're sharp, and they're going to be <laughs> autographed. Yeah, you know? who? You know. There has never been such a thing as autographed crayons. We should mm. trademark it.
2: autographed <laughs> box of crayons. Well, right. The yeah, crayons that. themselves will take way. No, that's, <laughs> that's innovation.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> so let's go back to um, I know the what I learned, and we only have we're going to have to wrap this up. I know pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You've been here three weeks. Yes. Uh, what have you learned so far?
0: Um, I've learned that I needed to manage my time a lot better. Okay. For sure. Because um, I, I feel like I, have, I sometimes have too much on my plate and I'm not really good at painting You know to the word no, right?
2: Sorry? The word no. Then you can yeah. say no to stuff. Yeah. No, I can't do that.
0: I, I should implement that more, but, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm maybe, but I'm trying to be better.
2: Okay, so I'm going to um, work with you on time management. What <laughs> about you? Good. Now, this is new. You're first time in here.
1: Well,. I ha- well, I think I feel more comfortable saying things that I expect to learn. Oh, ah, that's good. Yeah, if, I'm, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Well, because
2: we'll ask you at the end of the the semester and right. see what have you learned then. Mm. All right,
1: great. Well, um, just like him, I do have a little bit of problems managing my time. Okay, I would like to, you know, get better at that, and uh, you know, I would like to learn how to be a little bit more open about stuff. Sometimes I think I. Shy away a little bit, uh, but I that's something I've been trying to work on for years, and I feel like this could be a great opportunity to have some great ideas, speak them out. Yeah, of course, yeah, most I definitely. think so.
2: Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I'm kind of surprised on that last side because you seem pretty comfortable here in the studio. Well, with us. yeah,
1: yeah, well, sometimes, but you know, I used to be a very shy person, and over the years, I've slowly developed into a more confident person. And I think this could be a really good way to, you know, fully express myself more comfortably most definitely yeah
2: okay i'm looking forward to that uh leaders who are your leaders
1: oh oh. that
2: inspire you they can be living dead i always want to make sure our listeners know this can be people that you personally know it can be your family it can be your spiritual um jesus it can be anybody that's (laughs) in your life living dead somebody you know really Mm. well or you don't know
0: one
1: well uh you know My, one of my favorite filmmakers currently working today, it's, uh, Denis Villeneuve. He is a director. He has done, he did the new Blade Runner Mm -hmm. quite recently. And I think he's just an amazing filmmaker and one that I'm definitely keeping my eye, my eye out for. And every movie that I see from him kind of reminds me why I want to make movies in the future. So that's like one of my main sources of inspiration on the industry side. And, uh, when I was in high school, I had the opportunity to work with a close friend who was a couple years older than me
2: mm-hmm.
1: who, just like me, had this passion for storytelling and filmmaking. And he sort of took me under his wing for a little bit. And we worked on some great stuff. I learned a lot from him. I haven't spoken to him in quite a bit. But, you know, he was definitely one of my uh, main source of uh, sources of inspiration at that time. And I was, you know, very grateful to work with him. What's, and what's his name? Oh, his name is Angel Ovelis. Mm-hmm. And so his hopefully he'll listen. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. yeah, you'll have yeah. to tell him. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, most definitely. He has a, he also has like a page on YouTube called 13th Epicon. Okay. So if you'd like to, follow <laughs> him on that and uh, check out his stuff. He has some pretty, pretty damn good interesting stuff.
2: Cool. All right, you're up.
1: Hope we got
0: time.
2: Yeah, but we have like one minute.
0: All right. Well, because <laughs> um, I, I did talk about a couple of people that inspired me from uh, YouTube one time. But this is just. Pick one. It's from my childhood. Just uh, my cousin. Uh, it's weird. Uh, when I was a kid, I had no idea what I wanted to do or where I. What do you want to be when, when you grow up? People would ask me, I would say, right. I want to be a firefighter. And then uh, my cousin, one day, he goes out. He asked me the same thing. And I tell them, I, I don't know. And he's like, well, what do you like? And I told him, I like video games. And he's like, well, why don't you make that? Why don't you do that? Why don't you do video games? And I'm like, you can study that? You can do that? You can work on that? He's like, yeah, you can do all these things. And he just, that conversation ever since changed. motivated me. I was like, oh my God, these things that I like, I can be a part of them. I can create stuff. I can work on it. And I remember, always remember that conversation. It was in the back of a car and it kind of just changed yeah. my childhood uh Way of thinking. Because you went, you know? I can do this. I was like, oh, my God. There's more than being a cop or a firefighter. I'm not saying that's, that's, those are bad things. Just, those just sort of the, are the things that we would be told when we were growing yeah. right, up. As right, right. Like elementary school, you know? Yeah. So I remember that as a very little kid, he told me that. And it blew me away that all these other jobs and professions exist out there. And that's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. So we're supposed to play our music and then move into our second sponsor. But Khalil, second sponsor.
0: All right. Our second sponsor is Affiliate Manager. Affiliate Manager offers a complete management service that covers all aspects of developing and optimizing an affiliate program. Not only do we provide expertise, identify high potential opportunities, and execute campaigns to maximize performance, we make it a point to require minimal work from our merchant partners. You can reach them at www.affiliatemanager.com. Thank you, Affiliate Manager, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live.
2: All right, so we're gonna move right over here. I know we'd normally play our music, but we're not gonna be able to do that. I wanna give a special thanks to Valencia for allowing us to be on the campus. Um, thanks to Q, our station manager. Thank you. We Thank always you, love Q. him. Um, we get to use all of this great equipment and be able to share our, our stories and other stories from interns and employers here. And we're going to do real quick shout outs. My shout outs go to everybody on my uh, whole team on Pivot, Intern Pursuit, the game, the software, all of you people, my family, and then also to you guys that are in the studios with me and our mm. listeners. So uh, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Okay, you're up. Uh, shout, out shout out to out.
0: our listeners, whoever's out there listening. Thank you for listening. Um, shout out to, hey, mom, if you listen, I love you. I miss you. Um you. Shout out to Abby for coming aboard. Oh, thank you. And hopefully we'll be making some pretty
1: cool things together hopefully. here. Hopefully. And uh, Jason, I can't wait to see you next week.
2: Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. miss Jason.
1: You're yeah. up. Oh, well, I would like to give a quick shout out to obviously my family, my grandmother back in Puerto Rico, my mom down in South Florida, and my sister, uh, my dad up in Massachusetts, and you know, all my friends, and also to you guys. Thank you for having me today, oh, and I'm uh, glad to be it's here. Nice to be can't here. wait to... Contribute to this amazing thing. I like
2: cool. it. Cool. All right. So now we're begini- going to go through those social pipes one more time. You can find us on Facebook, Intern Pursuit on Facebook, on Twitter. And you can listen to us live on m- m- mixlr.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow Intern, Purs- Intern Whisper. And this is Isabella.
1: This is Khalil. And this is Abisel.
2: Okay. And so thank you to our listeners. We're really glad that you listened to us. Close us out. Okay, here we go. <laughs>